Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And this is a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, visit us online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you could call 1 800 331 6445. All right, we have a great program for you here today. We'd like to introduce my friend and special guest today, Mr. Ben Socheck. He's the owner operator of Home Downsizing Solutions. You can reach Ben at Home Downsizing Solutions at the following number. You're going to want to write that down 402 450 0199. You could also learn more about Home Downsizing Solutions online at, and it's spelled exactly how it sounds, HomeDownsizingSolutions.com. And Ben, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Good morning, Steve. Thank you for having me back, and hopefully I can provide some great information for your listeners today. All right. I, I know you will. You always do a great job with that. And so I'd like to really kind of paint a picture, tell a story today, uh, and, and I think this is going to be a really good uh, graphic example of how you can help so many families who are looking to sell their house. Uh, but Ben, it's a, no surprise, I think most people understand it's a very hot retail real estate market right now, uh, but not so hot if there are major repairs to make or upgrades to get done uh, and, and make that house retail market ready. So uh, let's talk about uh, some examples of houses that need some repairs. And, and this isn't anything too elaborate. These these are very, very common things uh, that many houses will have to address before putting it on the retail market. So let's talk about number one, replacing a roof. So uh, if you had to replace a roof and obviously, it depends on the size of the roof. Maybe you can give us a range, but uh, give us a, an, an average cost, and then how long would it take to get that roof replaced? Great question, Steve. Uh, let's take a 
what I would term a typical maybe three-bedroom, two-bath, 12 to 1,400-square-foot house uh, that might be one of the most common sizes, I guess you might say, area. And in, depending on the type of shingle course and all those materials that go into it, I think a person can probably figure anywhere from seven to $15,000 in a typical situation. Uh, the one thing, though, with any uh, material right now, with any expense or any updating or repairing that has really uh, come on to, uh, in, into the news lately is the fact that a lot of materials have, have at least doubled in price in the past 12 months yep. the, during, during this COVID time. And uh, I've seen some recent articles about uh, what, what $100,000 of materials would have bought a year ago versus what they would buy now. And it is incredible, the, the cost of materials right now. And the other thing that always plays a role into expenses or updating houses is, it seems anyway, uh, from my past experience, that a lot of people that, that work, uh, uh, put, put, the, put the hours in and work on the crews that do the updates and, and repairs uh, tend to like working on new home construction if they can. And so it's, it's sometimes tough finding people to do the work to start with. But um, anyway, to answer your basic question, that's that's kind of a ballpark number yep. okay. or a lot for that. Yep. Okay. And and then uh, the time that it would take to complete that project depends on the roofer that you use. And like you said, it depends on, you know, do they have the crew to get it done in a timely manner? Uh, I know I used a, a well-known top-of-the-line roofer to replace my roof a couple of, about a year and a half ago or so. And it they were so booked up, it took them two months to get to my project. Now, when they got it done, they got it done in two days. It was very quick, but, uh, but the bottom line is it's, if you're wanting to sell your jump on, you know, jump into the market, sell the house, get it sold and move on. Uh, if you need to replace your roof, if you're like my situation, it could take a couple of months to get that done. So all of a sudden now we have a timing issue. So, uh, Ben, another very common, but could be a major expense would be foundation repairs. So uh, give us, uh, and, and I know that depends on if it's a little crack in the wall versus a bowed wall, et cetera, and leaking, et cetera. But give us an average cost uh, estimate and then length of project completion for foundation repairs. Oh, boy. That's, and yes, you're, you pre-qualified that pretty, pretty correctly because, um, you know, a foundation repair could run the gamut from just uh, sealing cracks, uh, simple, simple things like that that, that maybe only cost one or $2,000 per, per wall. Um, to uh, putting peers in, um, you know, something much more in-depth to make sure that a wall or multiple walls do not worsen, get any worse, and uh, to actually jacking the house up and, and replacing walls, which we've done in the past as well. And That sounds terribly expensive. <laughs> it's... Uh, the one time that we did that for uh, one wall, even, the, the cost was probably as much as what the house was valued at at that point. Oh, my. Um, actually, the cost of the wall was more than what the house was valued at at that point. But to do those things, we you know we added some value to the property. But, um, yes, you can get into, uh, you know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in, in uh, foundation repair 
if you have some of those issues and in Kansas City I in, in the 12 or 13 years that, that my company's been doing business in Kansas City uh, there's a lot of foundation issues in in the metro area yep. so it's it, it can be a very big big item and something like that will also sometime or typically prohibit a new buyer from getting traditional financing especially if it's a, an FHA loan or VA loan government backed type loan like that so that's another thing to take into account. Yeah, and that makes sense because so the the alternative would be okay, I'll sell it to you as is and I'll make a $10,000 credit and then you can fix it because I need out of here fairly quickly because my assisted living apartment is ready, my nursing home, my independent living apartment, et cetera. Uh, or maybe there could be a lot of other reasons that you want to move on quickly as well. Uh, but the bottom line is, like you said, you're not going to get any traditional financing with the major repair that is incomplete and you, you won't be able to address it just with the credit. So, and that's a very good point. Let's stick with the concrete theme <laughs> here and address uh, concrete work for a driveway that may need to be repaired, and I'm talking about mine right now, (laughs) and maybe some concrete work uh, for some sidewalks or patios. Maybe they sunk. Maybe they need to be replaced, sealed, mud jacked. Uh, Give us an idea on uh, cost of some of those projects, kind of a range. Sure. Uh, You know, again, it can go for a simple sidewalk of concrete, you know, two or three thousand dollars is is probably in the ballpark for replacing a driveway. You can expect probably five to ten thousand, uh, and that's again depending on the size of the house, the driveway, um, and those issues. And again, it goes back to the cost of inputs have gone up, and and to find the labor to to do that, depending on what a person wants to get that done, will will play a role into that too. But Again, that uh, concrete is certainly not something that is a, a cheap item. There are some severe cracks, or if a sidewalk or driveway is not smooth enough, um, those can raise issues with getting financing. Also, where a uh, an appraiser will flag those as issues that need to be repaired before a buyer can get a traditional form of financing. Okay, and then uh, tree trimming or tree removal. Uh, correct. Um, there's trees, especially if they're hitting the roof, if they're hitting the house, you know, can cause damage, can cause real damage over time. And, um, you know, a typical tree um, trimming type of expense, you know, one, one to four or $5,000 down and where that tree is located on the property can be an expensive item. Okay. Yeah, and another major issue is tree roots getting into the into the sewer tile, uh, into that in that sewer drainage system. Uh, that can that can cause lots of headaches as well. Uh, and, and then uh, replacing uh, carpet. So obviously, I mean, you have a range there, but carpeting is pretty expensive to replace. Uh, carpeting, what we usually figure is uh, two to three dollars a square foot. And, of course, that's kind of on the low end of things. Uh, so, you know, a 1,200-square-foot house, three, three to $5,000 would be probably a common uh, or on the low end of things. But um, you, can, you can find a decent floor more in that price range. And, again, it just depends on the house and what a person wants to accomplish, how nice they want their floor coverings to be. Okay, all right, reach out to Ben Socek and Home Downsizing Solutions at 402 
450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And we're talking about some of the common issues that you may need to address before selling your home, and that's going to really hold up the process. And after the break, we're going to talk about some more common issues, their cost, and then we're going to talk about how Home Downsizing Solutions can address that whole mess right there. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. Some of the pitfalls of listing your house with a real estate agent could be A, you're locked into a contract for a specific amount of time. B, your agent may not be a top producer. C, you may pay full retail commission. Or D, all of the above. The answer coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com and through the app Odyssey.com. And that's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. Some of the pitfalls of listing your house with a real estate agent could be A, you're locked into a contract for a specific amount of time. B, your agent may not be a top producer. C, you may pay full retail commission or D, all of the above. And the answer is... D, all of the above. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad idea <laughs> to, to go with a retail, uh, uh, you know, a realtor and, and list your house on the market, on the retail market. However, if you want to avoid all of these issues and all of the things we discussed in that, in that first segment, contact Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199 or visit Ben, online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. All right, so Ben, we've been talking about some very common repairs and some, some very just very common issues that must be addressed before listing your house retail. Uh, another one is repairing hardwood floors. I imagine that can get pretty costly. It certainly can. Again, it, there's a wide, wide range of, of prices depending on if a person is just looking at replacing a, a kitchen or just one room or, you know, a lot, uh, a big percentage of the house. And it, it really varies. You can, you can find some inexpensive hardwoods. You can find some ex- very expensive hardwoods. So there's a broad range of, of pricing for something like that. But, you know, certainly anywhere from a few thousand to, to 10 or 15,000 or more, even on the size of the house, is, is certainly in, in the ballpark. Okay, and if you want to update appliances, depends on how many you're you're going to replace, and if you want them all to match and all that kind of stuff, that could be five, seven, eight thousand dollars pretty easily. Upgrade on your countertops. Everyone wants granite, the nice one piece or two piece granite countertops. How expensive are those to replace those in an average kitchen? Uh, certainly, as you mentioned, with the appliances, depending on the appliance package. 
uh, any four or five thousand to fifteen or for very nice appliances is not unheard of. And again, same thing with uh, granite or any other type of uh, solid surface countertop. Um, you could spend a few thousand to as much as you want to with with yeah. uh, that type of product. The other thing with appliances too is again because of the last twelve months, just getting appliances is uh, a struggle these days too, um, because there's a shortage on all of that right now. And my my brother, and that's a perfect point. My brother just redid his kitchen over in Topeka. He had to wait over two months just for the refrigerator that he wanted, and it wasn't some exotic refrigerator, <laughs> but it, it took sure. forever to get that in, and I was kind of surprised with that. And then the last two big ones that we'll talk about uh, would be painting. So painting the exterior of your average-sized house and then painting the interior uh, with your average-sized house. What, what are a couple of uh, costs for that? I think, uh, again, the 1,200 to 1,400 square foot house, interior, if there's no major issues, uh, three to $5,000 uh, for exterior, four to seven, depending on the type of house, depending on one or two stories, things like that all are taken into account. But I think that's a pretty good price range. Okay. And there is a pretty major labor shortage right now going on. So we talked about the cost, but getting a a crew out to start the project and then hopefully finish the project. I've heard too many stories where they come out, they're about halfway done. You don't see them again. It's a a nightmare. Uh, But these are some of the issues that if you're going to sell your house, you want to put on a retail market to take advantage of this hot market. That's, that's no problem at all. But if you're wanting to move, if you have a time frame and you have to do one or more of these major repairs or updates, uh, you know, costly uh, replacement of something, et cetera. And we didn't even talk about windows and a lot of other things that could be uh, in play there. But uh, it, this could take uh, a lot of time. It could take months, actually. My brother was about six months up updating his kitchen, and they said they were moving quickly. <laughs> he was not happy with that, but that, that's pretty common. Uh, so, so, and it could cost tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars for some of these things. So, Ben, you buy homes as is for cash. Tell us how a homeowner can avoid all of that by working with your firm, Home Downsizing Solutions. That's correct. If a person does have a house that uh, nothing has happened to it for the last 20 or 30 or 40 years, and if a person is thinking about putting it on the market in a retail manner, you know, that's absolutely fine. But if you'd rather not go through uh, having to uh, to interview contractors to get quotes on these different different things, then we do buy houses just completely as is. A person does not have to update anything. They don't have to repair anything. They can leave all their stuff there and uh, and not have to worry about anything. And especially if if there are family members that have inherited the uh, well inherited the house or inherited the situation to help their parents or a loved one in in getting a house sold so that they can get into senior care and especially if they live out of the area or whether they don't um, instead of having to interview all the contractors get quotes get bids and manage all of that we can step in and, and buy the house in in a week or, or several days and just avoid all of that uh, all of those issues See, and, and that is a major, major advantage 
of working with Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And Ben, I know that you've worked with some clients that I referred and they were amazed. They said you were a perfect gentleman, totally just a top level professional, very kind, very thorough, worked with them and helped them work through their house, gave them a fair offer on their house a fair price and a few of the benefits is they didn't really have to do much <laughs> they, they said you know in, in a few days the money just appeared in their bank account it was just so you just made the whole process so simple and a big part of it is they had a lot of stuff that they didn't know what to do with and they didn't want to take with them and you took care of that for them as well is that right that's correct and that was a situation uh, where we we went ahead we closed on the house right away uh, so that they had had the funds that they wanted uh, from the uh, purchaser from the sale of the house, but they did want some time to transition to their new home and to be able to go through the things in in their house, whether they wanted to move it or not or take it or not. And so we gave them a couple months, I believe it was, to be able to do that so that they could work, just work at their own speed, their own transition, and uh, and make that process very easy for them. See, and that's amazing because, again, I'm, I'm not bagging on – I'm not throwing the retail market under the bus, but the day you close – you hand over your keys, you're at, you better be out of that house, and there's no flexibility. And with Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions, uh, there's a tremendous amount of flexibility. I just think that is priceless. Be sure to reach out to Ben and the great team with Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And Ben, thanks so much for being on the program today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you for uh, having me on again. And uh, if I can be of assistance in any way, shape, or form to your listeners, I'd be happy to do that. All right. Excellent. Thank you so much. And I'll have a whole lot more coming up next. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out all of our podcasts of, of at least all the recent episodes, probably going back about six months <laughs> of the program at SeniorCareLive.com. And if you subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM Podcasts, uh, they'll just automatically show up in your inbox. How about that? All right. This one might raise my blood pressure a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention, please. This is a consumer alert. Consumer alert. Oh, who am I kidding? It's going to raise my blood pressure and it'll raise it a lot. (laughs) June the 15th, this last Tuesday, was World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. Okay, so I want to talk about elder abuse, neglect, et cetera, exploitation, and this is just a horrible subject, but we talk about it once in a while because it's a very, very important subject. We're going to first talk about what it is. So what is abuse? Uh, 
the infliction of physical, sexual, or emotional injury or harm, including financial exploitation, by any person, firm, or corporation. All right, then what is neglect? So neglect is the failure to provide services to an eligible adult by any person, firm, or corporation with a legal or contractual duty to do so when such failure presents either an imminent danger to the health, safety, or welfare of the client or a substantial probability that death or serious physical harm would result. All right, what in this one this one just blows me away. What is financial exploitation? And this is so common it's just sickening. A person commits the crime of financial exploitation of an elderly or disabled person if such person knowingly and by deception, intimidation or force obtains control over the elderly or disabled person's property with the intent to permanently deprive the elderly or disabled person of the use, benefit, or possession of their property, thereby benefiting such person or detrimentally affecting the elderly or disabled person. All right, and then what is bullying? And this one, uh, they're kind of carving this one out, and I think it's a good idea. Intimidation or harassment that causes a reasonable person to fear for their physical safety or property and may consist of physical actions, including gestures. And here's a huge one that's growing exponentially. Cyberbullying, oral, electronic, or written communication, and any threat of retaliation for reporting such acts. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, I could talk for hours on this, and uh, it just makes me sick to my stomach. But I want to talk about mental or emotional elder abuse. It's much more difficult to observe when compared to physical abuse. That's usually fairly obvious, but this other is just not. So signs of emotional abuse in the elderly include appearing afraid of their caregiver, If you have a caregiver come around and you see the person receiving the care in fear, uh, your red flag should go up like big time. Appearing depressed or withdrawn. Appearing more shy than usual. So kind of out of character. Avoiding eye contact. So these are all signs of emotional abuse. Changes in eating or sleeping patterns, engaging in self-harm, having low self-esteem, isolating from friends and family, lack of eye contact, rocking back and forth as to be very worried or overly concerned, and then self-neglect or lack of proper care. So those are some of the signs, and I, and I just want to, I, I really want to just take a little bit of time to talk about these things because a lot of people say, well, I had no idea that was going on, and, but they missed, and they missed the signs, right? And, and it's okay because it, it, this elder neglect and, and abuse, this is not normal, okay? So a normal person would say, oh, I, I, I would never suspect that, but, but guess what? 
just open your eyes and use some of the tools that you learned today and keep your eyes wide open. And I would say uh, trust no one. There are some people, of course, that you could definitely trust. But if you're not sure about them, don't. I would say I would say trust but verify. Keep your eyes open. Okay. Now, types of emotional elder abuse may include verbal harassment, and this occurs when a family member. And unfortunately, a lot of this comes from the inner circle, family and friends. Okay. Uh, so when this occurs, when a family member or a caregiver is, so that could be maybe a paid caregiver, yells at an elder, bullies them, or otherwise belittles them. So that's verbal harassment. Can't do it. Should not be tolerated in any, in any form, any level whatsoever. Psychological torment is another type of of emotional elder abuse caregivers or family members may psychologically manipulate an elder by threatening them or blaming them for problems they didn't cause i have to say all this stuff's making me really mad by the way i just (laughs) but but we we have to talk about it we just have to okay and then isolation isolating the elders from friends Families or social occasions can lead to increased loneliness and mental health problems like depression. So uh, if, if you see someone who's being cut off from all of their friends, family, and, and all of their social you know, opportunities, uh, isolation is another type of emotional elder abuse. Now, caregivers may commit emotional elder abuse if they can't control their own temper or their own mood, okay? So if you can't control yourself, maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't be a caregiver, <laughs> right? I mean, come on. I mean, it, being a caregiver is a major, major responsibility. So if you can't control yourself, just don't be a caregiver. How about that for a solution? Caregivers may commit emotional elder abuse if they feel angry or resentful towards the elder. Now, that's a little bit easier to kind of fall into that. And I would say uh, just seek some counseling for that because you may have some resentment. You know, I'm sitting here taking care of you and doing all these things. And what are you doing for me? Right. That can easily happen uh, from spouse to spouse who have been married for a long time or maybe the adult children caring for an aging parent. Uh, And that's actually a little bit of a normal feeling, but you don't want that to go too far. And I would say definitely get some counseling to help you with that. But if it it gets out of control and it's uh, and and it's and it, it becomes a form of emotional elder abuse and then uh, the last one caregivers may commit emotional elder abuse if they have a poor relationship with that elderly person okay that one's actually pretty obvious and then emotional abuse can lead to and uh, man this is this is just rough here uh, emotional abuse can lead to anxiety so that's uh, that's that's pretty obvious Decreased physical health, it can lead to depression, it can lead to low self-esteem, it can lead to post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, 
and it can lead to social isolation or loneliness. Now, I bet you didn't know that there is a category of, uh, of employed people out there, and they're called mandated reporters. A mandated reporter has a legal obligation to report abuse and neglect. And here's the teeth. Here's the teeth to it. Failure to report abuse by a mandated reporter is a class A misdemeanor. How about that? So let me give you a list of mandated reporters. Some of them I think are obvious. Some of them might surprise you. An adult daycare worker, a chiropractor, the coroner, a dentist. This one surprised me. An embalmer is a mandated reporter, an emergency medical technician, uh, an employee of the Department of Social Services, the Department of Mental Health, and the Department of Health and Senior Services, an employee of the local area agency on aging. Firefighters and first responders are mandated reporters. A funeral director is a mandated reporter. Home health agencies and their employees, hospital and clinic personnel, home care organizations, owner, provider, operator, and employee, law enforcement officers, long-term care facility administrator, employee, medical examiner, mental health professional, minister, nurse, nurse practitioner, your optometrist, pharmacist, all of your rehab therapy uh, positions, your physician, physician assistant, podiatrist, probation or parole officer, psychologist, and social worker. So all of the people working in all of these categories and some others I didn't mention are mandated reporters, and they're constantly keeping an eye out for elder abuse and neglect. Proceed with caution. This has been a Consumer Alert, brought to you by Senior Care Live. And after the break, I'll show you how to report abuse and neglect. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right, so last June the 15th was World Elder Abuse Awareness Day. And so it always makes me, I I get so upset when I hear these stories. And there are so many stories uh, of this emotional abuse and there are so many stories. It would just blow your mind of elder financial abuse. It's just, it's unbelievable. Uh, I think uh, cases of those types of cases of elder abuse just far and away uh, outnumber the obvious physical abuse uh, situation. So this isn't a, 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 um, a type of a thing where you see something, say something. This is where you see something, you report something. <laughs> or, or you can see something, say something, just say something to the right people. And again, 
we all have to have our eyes open to protect the the most vulnerable in our entire society, our elderly loved ones. And it's good to know there's a very long list of millions of people in all of those mandated reporter categories. Everyone's constantly keeping their eyes open. But if you're not on that list and not a mandated reporter and you see something, you suspect something, what should you do about it? Well, I'm going to give you some Kansas information and Missouri information. And if you're listening in another state, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to find that as well. But in Kansas, they have a general statewide toll-free number to report adult abuse and or neglect at 1-800-922-5330. That's 1-800-922-5330. And then there's a specific hotline if you want to or need to report abuse and neglect that took place in a senior care community, assisted living, long-term care, memory care, continuing care retirement community, etc. Here's that specific hotline number, 1-800-842-0078. To report abuse or neglect or exploitation that occurred in a Kansas Care facility, senior care facility, 1 800 842 0078. To report abuse, neglect, or exploitation in Missouri, they break it up into four regions. So, Region 4 would cover all of the Kansas City metro and the extended metro area. It's Adult Protective Services in Region 4. In Missouri, here's the phone number, 816-387-2100. That's 816-387-2100. And then that specific hotline number, if the abuse, neglect, or exploitation occurred in a Missouri senior care facility, that number is one 800 392-0210. And if uh, if all of these contact numbers do not work, or if you live if you live maybe outside of the area or in another state, just Google Adult Protective Services and then the county that you're in. You know, X County, Nebraska or Iowa, Oklahoma, Florida, New York, wherever you might be. And then that's going to bring you up the state website, and it'll get you straight to a – usually it's a toll-free number. It might be a local number. But we have to see something, say something to the right people, or see something and, and report it. And if it's, a, if it's just a horrible, tragic, obvious situation where you feel someone's life is in danger – don't report it to these. Call 911. Just report it to local law enforcement, and they will take care of it. And it's shocking how many of these terrible things are going on. It's, it's just, it's awful. So, all right. So, so, so let's shift gears. 
and let's have a little bit of fun. All right, so we're all on our cell phones these days, right? And, uh, you know, BRB, be right back. So instead of you know, just texting kind of shortcuts or codes. Or, uh, you know, see you later, S-Y-L, and rolling on floor laughing, right? R-O-F-L. And so, so we, you know, we have all these little shortcuts. Well, here's some texting codes for seniors. And some of these I don't think are very appropriate, but some of them are pretty funny. And one of them here might be kind of PG-13. Here. <laughs> so here's one. H-O-G, hot old guy. <laughs> that Okay, I'm not going there. Okay, we're, we're going to leave that one alone. That, that was PG-13. <laughs> here's another one. Honey. BMW, bring my walker. (laughs) All right. Here's another one. Can't talk now. ATD at the doctor's. (laughs) And then, uh, oh, no, I'm not going to read that one. That one's, no, no, that one's bad. Uh, FWIWG, forgot where I was going. And then one more. I hate it when this happens. GG BCI. Got to go. Bladder control issues. (laughs) 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 All right. I'll have a few more of those next week. I, I just, I kind of got a kick out of some of those. And again, some of them not going to share, not really appropriate. So, <laughs> but, but anyway, I, I just want to just very briefly say that it, well, I've talked in the past about the increased demand for senior care communities and oh my goodness, I, it, it's, it's hot and hair. It's just, it's crazy out there in the marketplace. Let me give an example. There were a ton of senior care communities, and they were, you know, maybe fifty percent empty. So their occupancy rate was about about fifty percent. And fast forward about two months or so, and they're almost full, and many of them are completely full with a waiting list. So if you are thinking about it, you need to jump in. Otherwise, there will be a delay, and there could be a substantial delay for help in selecting the right place and the best place for your loved one. You can always depend on senior care consulting. Uh, We will walk you right through that entire process with just a few hours of your time. 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. And as we celebrate this Father's Day, I'd just like to say a huge happy Father's Day to all of the great dads out there. Gentlemen, Happy Father's Day. I hope you are enjoying your Father's Day weekend, and I hope you get spoiled, and I hope you get to take a a nice nap and have your favorite meal and all the cool Father's Day stuff. How about that? All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here 
on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 